Hello, and welcome to the podcast, When She Speaks. I'm your host, Betty Chapman, and I'm delighted and honored that you joined us today for some girlfriend table talk. I promise you'll walk away feeling motivated and inspired by words of wisdom to help you develop personally, professionally, and spiritually. So let's get to it. I am super excited to introduce you to my very first When She Speaks guest and co-host. She co-anchors the 6 and 10 p.m. news at WSFA Channel 12 in Montgomery, Alabama. She's an award-winning television news journalist, and she's the creator of Newsmakers Academy. Please welcome my friend, Miss Valerie Lawson. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so, so, so excited. So I'm going to try and tone it, tone it down just to kind of curb my enthusiasm just for a bit so we can get going. <laughs> Speaking of being an award winner, I read that you recently re- received a, was it a Lifetime Achievement Award? Yes, um, a local group, a local nonprofit organization, and BMW of Montgomery awarded me the Lifetime Achievement Award. And when they gave it to me, it was like, what have I done in this lifetime <laughs> that would <laughs> make me a Lifetime Achievement Award winner? But, you know, as I was telling them, it's not about what I've done, but it's about what people have done for me. Um, I told them the story of when I went to my mother and, and asked her, um, and we were talking about what I wanted to major in in college. I told her I wanted to be a journalist, and she was like, that is not a real job. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't too thrilled that I went into journalism because she knew that it would be an uphill battle. She knew that I wasn't going to make a lot of money. She knew that it would mean moving around a lot, and she was right. But, you know, my mother, my grandmother, um, my uncles, my grandfather, my father, they all prayed for me. They all prayed yes. that I would find something that would sustain me, that I could create a life around. And that's what, that's what happened. Um, when I was working in Memphis, I only worked in Memphis for about nine months because I wanted to move back to Alabama. That was really where I wanted to be, close to my family. And I remember calling my grandmother and telling her, hey, Grandma, I'm going to be moving back to Alabama. She says, why are you coming back? She said, are they paying you more money? And I said, yeah, I'm going to be making more money. And she said, what, 50 cents? Stay where you are. Stay where you are. (laughs) So um, there are just so many people who have, that God has put into my my path to help me along the way. And so... I dedicated that award to those people, those people who have helped me become the person that I have become. I love that. That is that is huge, especially because you are far too young to uh, receive a lifetime achievement award. <laughs> Absolutely, so and there were really some some there were some people in the audience, um, uh, Cheyenne um, Kreisberg who is considered um, the littlest foot soldier. She was, I think, eight or nine years old when she marched mm-hmm. during, um, um, across the uh, march from Selma to Montgomery for voting rights. Right. And there was also um, uh, Tommy Stewart, Tomia Stewart, who is an award-winning actress. She was in the audience. And, you know, those are the people, and I know you will know her from In the Heat of the Night, one of my favorite right. shows, yes. and also um, from some other movies as well. But they were in the audience, and here I am receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award. So it was such an honor 
for me to be there and to be able to to meet those people. So it was definitely a shock and both an honor. Wow, that is humbling and exciting. So, again, congratulations. I am very happy for you and proud. Thank you. Now, you mentioned you mentioned coming back to Alabama and living in Memphis and college. I read that you graduated from Alabama A&M University. Yes, graduated from Alabama A&M University. Very blessed to get my first job right out of college at one of the legendary stations in Huntsville, WEUP. Um, a, a family member of mine knew the family that had taken over the station, and they introduced me to the general manager, and they needed to want to do news. And it was simply rip and read. And rip and read is what happens when you just take the news off of an AP wire. They don't have these um, little wires anymore. I know when you, uh, many years ago, when people would do the news, you would hear this typing kind of sound in the background. Right. It was usually the AP wire where they would just take the news right off the AP wire and just rip and read is what we did. And that's basically what I did at WEUP. But, again, it opened the doors for me to meet so many people who were working in TV in Huntsville, and working at um, newspaper stations, uh, newspapers rather, and radio stations. And I was able to meet them and go on to get a job in TV. So again, you know, my life, I've just been so blessed to be in the presence of people who could help me along the way. And so that's how I got my first job in TV is because I met some people who were working at a television station in Huntsville, and they needed someone to work weekends. I was working in radio, and um, they needed someone to work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they paid us $30 a story. So I tried out for the job, tried out, which is something we don't do anymore either. Um, right. We each took a weekend, and they just hired the best person for the job, and that happened to be me. And I started working at WHT in Huntsville, and from there went on to Birmingham, um, Memphis, and then back to then back to Alabama, where I'm working now at WSFA. Okay, excellent. Now I happen to know that you are a member of the first and finest Black Greek Letter <laughs> Sorority. Did you pledge there at A&M? I sure did. Didn't know much about being Greek when I got to Alabama A&M. My introduction to Alpha Kappa Alpha was through the debutante ball that the Epsilon Gamma Omega chapter puts on in Huntsville. And I had an aunt who was uh, a member, and uh, she represented me or um, sponsored me to be a dev my senior year in high school. And that's kind of how I was introduced to Alpha Kappa Alpha. And when I got to college, um, it just so happens that my roommate's mother was an AKA. And um, we both uh, wrote the sorority, and I didn't. I didn't actually pledge until my senior year. My roommate and I actually didn't pledge until our senior year, but um, nonetheless, we were so grateful to be um, chosen and to work um, on the campus our final year in uh, college. And it was such a great experience. I went on after graduating and helped charter a chapter in Madison, Alabama, called Roca Omega. So, um, yes, Alpha Kappa Alpha is very dear to me. Okay, excellent. Well, we share that love for the sorority. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Are you from Huntsville, Valerie? Not actually. I, I call Huntsville home, but I was actually born in Demopolis, Alabama. That's where my father is from. My mother is from a small town outside of um, Demopolis called Galleon, which is just like a little fork in the road, just a little cross in the road. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I was actually born in Demopolis, spent a lot of summers there with my grandparents, was baptized in uh, in a church, well, actually in a, in a um, cement pool. Right outside the church, St. Paul. <laughs> Not in a pool. Church. It was a cement pool. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have a little That's country girl in you too, Valerie. Yes. The yes, deep ma'am. southern roots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mentioned in your intro that you're the creator of Newsmakers Academy. Tell us about that. Newsmakers Academy is an online platform that teaches you how to get um, media coverage for your business. And it's not just for people who are in business. It's for people, anyone who has a story they feel like they are ready to share. And I came up with this because as a reporter, I meet so many people who have great stories, but they just don't know the steps to go through in order to get it to the media. So I created this online course that takes you through those steps. It's a six-week course. I have a 12-week course, and I also have one that, covers a year, but for the most part, we go through those steps that get you to the media, whether it's television, whether it's radio, whether it's print. My goal is to help you share your story. How did you create your business? Why are you so passionate about the thing that you want to talk about? Because there is someone out there who is waiting to hear your story. There's so many great stories out there. And so I created Newsmakers Academy to help those folks who are ready to share their story with the world, show them, take them through the steps so that they can do that. I absolutely love that. Do you have a a web address, a website? How can people find out more about Newsmakers Academy? Absolutely. It is um, newsmakersacademy.com, www.newsmakersacademy.com. And when you go to the site, you will see there's something that you can sign up for free to get immediately. And it's uh, my five mistakes that people make um, when they get an opportunity to have an interview. Uh, That's really interesting. Uh, You would be surprised at some of the things that people do, like um, Mm -hmm. they'll send in a press release and they won't include their phone number. (laughs) Or um, they'll show up for an interview late. I mean, these are things that you just don't think people would do. I mean, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. We're giving you an opportunity to get in front of thousands of potential clients, and people will do these little things that will just jeopardize their opportunity. So when you start, when you go to the website, you'll see that, and it's a, a free download. Okay. I definitely encourage folks to go out there and check that out and download it as you were talking about some of the things that people do. I'm sitting here just shaking my head because it amazes me. Yes. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I am amazed mm-hmm. of some of the things that we do. But, yes, you are right about that. Well, considering your your long history and experience in both radio and television and now your experience with Newsmakers Academy, Think about if you could send yourself a text 10 or even 20 years ago, what would you say to that young Valerie? I would put in bold 
um, letters, all caps, exclamation <laughs> point, be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Because I think as young people, we always want things to happen immediately. We want it to happen now. And um, that's what I would that's what I would say. That's huge. That is that is a good one. Be patient. That is something that you learn from experience, no doubt. So mm-hmm. I, I think we all and need I, to take know, heed to that. And I think even if I saw that as a text, I knew it would. I would probably immediately know that it's from me. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I'm always yeah. rushing things along. You wouldn't even have to have a number that I recognize. I said, okay, this is a reminder. Be patient. Just be right. patient. Because um, choose mentors, people that you can work with, people who have your best interests at heart, people who won't always have the answers to your questions, but they are always willing to listen. Yeah, a lot of people want to solve your your um, your problems. Mm-hmm. And really, a lot of times your problems don't need solving. You just need someone to talk to about it. That's right. And I'm a big proponent of mentorship and uh, one of the things that we try and achieve through this podcast, of course, helping folks, you know, develop personally, professionally, and spiritually, mentorship is huge when it comes to development. Can you talk a little bit more about the impact of having good mentors in your life? Absolutely. Um, a lot when when I first started in this business, you know, we didn't have cell phones. There was no texting. There was no social media. So you actually had to call people up <laughs> and talk to them. And so I would call TV stations, radio stations, and just say, hey, I'm a student at Alabama A&M. Can you give me advice on how to get into the business? And a lot of them were like, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Some of my closest mentors are those who are actually um, people, a very good friend who who worked for CNN. She, She and I worked together in Huntsville. And she went on to work for CNN and NBC News Channel and some other places. And she became a mentor. Even though we were on the same level, she had a different experience than I had mm-hmm. because she was able right. to go on and work at the network level. So she became a mentor, and we're still very close today. Um, another good friend of mine who helped me get in the business is now living in Memphis. And I went through a period at, at a station uh, where I was working for. They fired everybody. And so we were all looking for jobs, and she immediately reached out and said, hey, I've already talked to my news director. I know your work ethic. And he said, if you want to come, you can come to Memphis. And that's kind of how I ended up in Memphis. So these people have always been not only lifelong friends, but I consider them mentors because they are in this business. I can call them up. We can talk through things that other people wouldn't understand. Right. And I still do that with them today. I think it's very important that you reach out to people and just kind of um, pick their brain about what they do and how they got there and and um, keep in contact with those people because eventually you'll click and then they'll be able to help you through some times that um, will be rough down the road. And you will, and in, in any career, any profession, you are going to have some rough days and you're going to need someone to lean on. And that's why I think it's important that you develop those relationships. Yes, I, I love that. I think relationship is key to, to life in general. In any situation, anything that you're doing, you have to have good relationships. So I absolutely love that. 
you talked about your your text to your younger self, be patient, and you just talked about the mentorship. What other piece of advice would you give to someone? Maybe they, they have an idea, something, a goal in front of them, something they want to do, but they just haven't quite made that first step. They're struggling to move forward. What piece of advice would you give to that person? Just do it. I think our biggest fear is the fear of the unknown. Hmm. And we don't take um, chances because we're just unsure of how we will end up on the other side. And sometimes you have just got to walk with blind faith. You've just, you've just got to do it. If it turns out badly, learn from your mistakes. If things work out great, well, you know, hey, that's to your credit. But nine times out of ten, you're going to have some some problems along the way. So the best advice is to just do it. Do little things every single day that will help you reach your goal. Um, whether it's you know when I was when I was working on Newsmakers Academy, I all it always became a little overwhelming sometimes. But I had a mentor who said we're just going to do this a little at a time. You know, um, set up an email list. Um, you know, start posting things online, create a, a Facebook page, just little things. And because you will be, you can, you can become overwhelmed by your big idea, but you've got to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to take this a little at a time Mm -hmm. and start writing out your goals. What do you want to do today? Whether it's a daily goal, whether it's weekly, whether it's monthly, monthly, just try to accomplish something. And just bite size, bite sizes. And I think, um, I think it'll work for you, but you've just got to do it. You've just got to do it because you just never know if you can do it if you don't, if you don't try. That reminds me of something I read by, I think it was Nelson Mandela who said, everything seems impossible until it's done. Yeah. So I absolutely love that. Just do it. I am taking notes over here, so I'm writing that down. Just do it <laughs> because that that's simple but powerful. Yeah, listen, I don't have anything original for you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I don't have anything original. But even uh, try it through. Just do it. That is that is quite all right. We don't have to recreate the wheel. We just make it work. Yes, absolutely. Just make it work. <laughs> Just do it. I know Nike came up with it. <laughs> that's okay. We'll give Nike their credit. But it's okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else that you want to share with us before we close out today? Well, I'm just so happy that, to be your first guest. I really am Yay. excited for you. I think this is wonderful. I'm so happy that you are creating a platform where um, women can can get inspiration from each other. Uh, we need more of that. And I'm just I'm just thrilled to be your first guest. Yay. Will you come back? You absolutely. I can't wait. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well Valerie, thank you so much for stopping by and for co hosting with me today. My very first when she speaks guest. Yay. Yay. So, <laughs> Your words of wisdom, they definitely inspired me, and I know the rest of the world, and I say the world because I think this will be heard all over. I think they're going to feel the same way. 
I hope you'll come back. So. Come back again. You, you said you would, so I'm going to hold you to it. You will come back again, hang out, and chat. You have an open invitation here at When She Speaks. Well, thank so, you so much. Well, there you have it, ladies. My hope for you is that you are not only motivated and inspired, but move to action. So until next time, I'm your host, Betty Chapman. Peace and blessings.